Hello everyone, welcome to Seek Go Create. This is your host, Tim Winders. This is where we redefine success in leadership, business, and ministry by sharing topics, stories, and conversations that allow us to rethink how we live, work, and lead. Today, we have the producer, the engineer, the branding guy for Seek Go Create, my son, Joshua JK. I'll get to him in just a moment. Do the intros. We're going to have a fun conversation. We are both in RV today, so that should be fun. But uh, first thing I want to mention before I kind of get to him is we continue just asking you to connect with us because we would love to hear from you. We would love for you to be part of the Seat Go Create team and all of the things that we were doing to communicate to all of you and all of the people that are interested in redefining success. And the best way to do that, as always, go to our website, seekgocreate.com. That's seekgocreate.com. And when you do that, all you have to do is just go, uh, usually if it's the first visit up top, there's a bar there that uh, you can put in your best email address. And if you put that email address in, you are connected. We'll keep you updated. We won't blow up your email inbox. We'll just keep you connected with about an email a week, just letting you know what is going on. And we look forward to hearing from you there. So this is kind of a cool episode today. I have J.K. Winders. I'm actually going to read the, the way he describes himself on his Instagram. He's an artist of many trades, full-time explorer, style icon in training, redhead with a soul, and he is my son, and he is the son of Tim and Glory, and we've called him Joshua most of his life. Now he's kind of JK. He's probably going to become some cool, you know, initial only name soon, but JK, welcome to Seat Go Create. Thank you so much. It's so exciting to be to be back, back on the podcast. Yeah. How are things where you are right now? You are in uh, Utah, which we're trying to get that way right now. I am in beautiful Utah. I'm in the desert uh, just outside of Zion, Zion National Park. Um, experienced a little bit of a little bit of a cold front here the past couple of days, water freezing. Um, but it's, um, you know, it's creeping back up into the 70s, getting that schizophrenic type weather as you as you experience in the desert <laughs> oh well, very good and uh and we'll kind of get to all this later but you're also in an rv i'm in an rv we don't really have a lot of interviews where both parties are in rvs so that's kind of cool but uh before i go much farther you know i know you know what my first question typically is and you've been on the podcast before but i'm gonna go ahead and ask you again jk Someone bumps into you while you're out riding your motorcycle in your RV, whatever. What do you tell them that you do? What do you do, JK? Well, I am an artist of many trades. I'm a photographer, writer, uh, sometimes a musician. Um, but ultimately, I help um, people and businesses creatively, give them creative direction and consultation, um, help them figure out all the ins and the outs of everything that they need to create a visually um, striking presence and to um, just develop a, um, an appealing uh, user interface. Yeah, cool. All right. This is, this is dad and also a client of yours speaking. You really just make people look good, don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> let's go ahead and call it like, let's shorten yep. it. You just make people look good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and listen, I want to go ahead and ask uh, any of the listeners, if they want to let me know that he has made me look good, it'll make both of us feel good, wouldn't it? Sometimes it takes a lot more effort than, than others. <laughs> Let's don't get snarky here, okay? Let's keep oh, it clean. <laughs> both, of us, both of us are operating on probably minimal sleep. We got a lot going on in the family, all that's happening this time of year. This will be, this episode will be released right, right before the Christmas holiday, right in the middle of December. So depending on when people are listening to it, we recorded it just shortly before then. But uh, yeah, we've got a lot happening with uh, the family. So, um, well, I wanted to, and uh, you know, before we even get even, even further, I wanted to say that this whole 
I guess, series that, that we're doing where we're interviewing people that are on the Seat Go Create team, also people that are part of our family because it's really a family type project. It was somewhat your idea. You kind of encouraged it and said, hey, why don't we do this? So why don't you tell about what you were thinking and maybe it's coming to fruition like you envisioned, maybe not, I don't know, but what were your thoughts around that and why would people want to listen in to what's going on with the Seat Go Create team? Well, first of all, to you know, describe the Seagull Create team as a whole, we're a family. It's a family operation, and as as the producer, I do. I I follow a lot of different podcasts, and I always notice that they do something kind of different, maybe sort of to engage with a different audience right around the holidays. And you know, this is really our first holiday season that we've been able to um to focus on doing something like that. And I sort of thought it was like, well, it it's a time for family. You know, we're so to speak, we're a different kind of family. We have um uh, we have my my brother in law Hunter and Dulce that have already been um on the podcast the past couple weeks. They um they just had the first on um, the first grandchild, the first niece this past year. So they're experiencing new areas with that. Um, and uh, this is uh, the, the second uh, holiday season that I'm in my RV. And, um, and I just kind of thought that we could provide some different, fresh insight on the way we tackle this season as, as a family um, the way, the way we redefine the holiday season as, as a family. Yeah, we, we definitely redefine it. Uh, that's, that's no doubt about that as we are both in RVs and all that. So first, first quick question, this should be an easy one. So you're a first time uncle. So tell us a little bit about what that's like. Um, I love that girl. Um, so much and i am so looking forward to just absolutely spoiling her and ruining her and you know i know this this is speaking to the uh, to the to the style icon part of part of my bio but i um you know one of my one of my signature signature outfits is the um is the the denim on denim the um the canadian tuxedo with the uh, the red <laughs> the red and black flannel and my sister absolutely loves that on me <laughs> no she doesn't you can go ahead and say it yeah, she, yeah she you do not. denim on denim with flannel on flannel and there's just I a do. lot going on there and she's like yep. going what is going on there so i know where this story's going tell it so so for um for the baby shower i show up in my signature outfit and i gift my sister with a perfectly matching nine to twelve month denim jacket, denim jeans, red and black flannel with little chucka boots. And I was I was so happy. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. It was cute. And you know what? She actually handled your your sister handled it very well, she, didn't she? She did and and amazingly enough, I was in um I was back in uh uh Colorado this last month, the other side of Colorado and they um, Dulcie and Hunter, they, they drove all the way out to, um, to come and visit me and little Addery was, was wearing her, her, her mini uncle, uncle JK attire. And it was fantastic. <laughs> denim, denim on denim with some flannel on the inside and the chuck of boots. Yeah. That's, that's part of the style icon. Yeah. And I, I mean, listen, here's the deal though. She looks good in just about anything. She's so stinking That's true. Cute. It is. It is true. <laughs> she she makes all of us look good. <laughs> I tell you what, any of our social media posts or anything that has has her in it, man, they go nuts. If I could interview her, then we could rock it to the top of the charts. But anyway, oh, she, she's that's a probably... talker. She's a talker. She would do it. <laughs> that might be a few years off. Yeah, it might be fun. Uh, fun doing engineering and things for that. Let's um. Let's kind of back up a little bit. One of the things that I really wanted to do with these episodes after you brought them up and said something about them, I really wanted to talk a little bit about the year that's been 2020 
Mm. And, uh, and it's been quite the year. And, uh, and, you know, we started the year, uh, we all, we were, you were in Bend, we were in Bend, Oregon. We scooted across at 15 below in RVs to get to, <laughs> to mm. get to Colorado near, that was fun. near Dulcie and Hunt, near Dulcie and Hunt. Yeah, that was fun, <laughs> wasn't it? We won't go into that story, but we got to Colorado and we had, uh, the beautiful Adoree and then, um, the COVID came, the c- coronavirus, and um, there was a lot of things that were happening then. So, and, and listen, I know that a lot of people have struggled. A lot of people have had challenges. So just go ahead and let us know what are some of the things that really challenged and stretched you during those times? Because I know it did. You and I had had glasses of whiskey discussing some mm-hmm. of it, <laughs> probably, probably with, um, some loud, uh, loud conversations too, right? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I know I'm not a special case, um, in, in any of my, my feelings towards that season, but it was just confusing more than anything. You know, it's, there was just a lot of inconsistency that was being thrown around. Um, you know, not just talking about like, you know, the, the numbers or the regulations, but also just very much of like, how do we, what is the end look like? It, it, like, it really is kind of sort of looking like this is just gonna go on and on and on, which more or less it kind of has, but, um, but that's, that was kind of the, um, the biggest thing just sort of navigating just the the inconsistencies of the way people were reacting acting to it um and and everything that that entails as far as um as far as things i learned you know there definitely was this level of adaptability it 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 absolutely helped that I was already working remotely before everything started shutting down to where I was, you know, able to still um, do work and stay busy in that sense. Um, But, um, but at the same time, just the uncertainty did just kind of create a little bit of um, a little bit of um, not necessarily anxiety, but just angst for what, what are, what are we working towards? What's, what's the future that, that we're, that we're trying to fight to stay on top of. Right. And I know specifically, cause I was around and I heard some of this, some of these responses, but you had something planned that you were going to be doing. It was an event. We actually spoke about it on an episode back in the spring or maybe late winter spring. And um, tell us what that was going to be. What We don't have to go into a lot of detail about how it unfolded. I mean, it didn't happen. There was no events that were going on. But also what emotions you went through, because I, I, I think it was a real gut punch for you. And that's maybe not a bad thing no yes and nope <laughs> but um, okay yeah, I, I mean it, it 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 did hurt i can i can definitely go into the um the emotions of it but yes i um so at the beginning of this year i had finally sort of built up the um the courage and the the energy to finally put on uh, something that i'd been thinking about doing for years and i wanted to put together a a retreat for creatives in Yosemite. Um, I had um, I had the 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 campsite reserved um, for up to 30, 40 people. And um, I remember, um, you know, finally pulling the trigger, getting past that thought process of like, okay, what if no one responds? What if like no one jumps on this? But um, but I, I pulled the trigger and within, I think two months I was, I was half full, but then right around that two month period after announcing it, that's when 
COVID really started hitting and things started shutting down. And we did, um, we did record a little bit of me speaking about this on the last episode that I was on. However, right before that episode aired, Yosemite actually shut down for, um, for the summer. And I scrapped that, um, that part of the interview. And I just felt in the, in the moment, I felt very defeated, which is, is so silly. Like I almost was taking it personally from the coronavirus. Like, um, like the virus was going attacking you and you it only. Felt like, it felt like a personal attack. So, which, so do you think so there's juvenile? Yeah. Do you think that there could be you know I don't know five billion people around the world that maybe think the same thing? <laughs> oh, ab- absolutely, absolutely, and um, and at this at the same time, it, you know, it was one. It is one of those things. It it really hurt having to email 15 20 people um giving refunds back and being like i'm very sorry that you know this couldn't happen at this time but then getting the emails back and having them say i was just like when you know you're you are finally able to make this happen we are fully on board with this we so want something like this to happen and i think that's my biggest takeaway from that the fact that you know even though it didn't happen um i'm still i'm still kind of kind of proud of that willingness to just be like you know so what if no one responds um i'm ready to put something like this out there for people do you do you think that any part of that may have been uh i don't know if it was i don't know if a test would be the right term because i think a lot of people went through stuff but do you think it was maybe a test of your your willingness to do it in the first place your your attitude about stepping out your your mindset when it got canceled i mean was any of it maybe just a test for jk i mean it's right right now kind of sitting here you know on on the home stretch of this year it's kind of it's kind of hard not to think of anything that's happened over the past 12 months as anything other than a test a stinking test a bad test it, I mean, but still it, I mean, a it really test. has yeah i mean te- being tested isn't fun you know that was <laughs> i didn't i didn't i did well in school but i didn't like being tested <laughs> I was going to ask you, what just, kind, so what kind of grade do you give yourself now that you've been tested? What what grade do you give yourself? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe B plus, A minus. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, there has been some cool things come of it because the people that were coming, you've stayed connected. And I mean, you've mm-hmm. even continued to connect with some. And I think you've made a bunch of other connections that if anything happens in the future, this thing could even look even different, right? Ab- absolutely. It's really kind of strange, again, just, you know, thinking back on the last year, that in, you know, this this age that, you know, we're supposed to be, you know, distant from people and, you know, kind of paying respect to those rules. I felt like I've kind of connected with and developed my community more this year than any year prior, which, you know, you can, maybe, maybe you can say that like that in and of itself was just a test. It's like, okay, things are going to be a little bit more difficult. It's going to be difficult to meet people and, develop relationships with people but it has been so rewarding looking at just how much my my circle has has widened 
Yeah, and a, a big part of that circle, we're going to talk about Instagram in a little while because you are now doing a number of things with our Instagram and you've got an Instagram that will encourage everyone to follow because uh, it's, if nothing else, it's very visually uh, appealing. But I, I want to back up a little bit because, I, and I don't even recall when exactly this conversation occurred. So, but we had a conversation and I do recall it being probably one of these uh, father, son, mother was there, but father, son were possibly raising their voices at each other. And we were having a discussion about, I think it was social media, but it was probably a lot of other stuff that we're piling on because of just the way the world was going. And, and I think I recall that, I don't think any of us were feeling good about what was happening in the world then, but, but there was a, a little bit of um, what, what good can social media, what good can come of it? And I recall having that and I've admired, I just want to go ahead and say, I've admired that it's almost like about 30, 60 days after that. I don't know if you needed to vent. <laughs> Maybe you can, we could unpack this a little. I don't know if you needed to unload, <laughs> but it's almost like you shook some cobwebs out and you've got a social media presence on Instagram right now that I think could be the envy of almost anyone. And I'm talking about celebrities and everyone just because of the, the pure content, the quality and all that. But can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, can you, and if I've got it wrong, my perspective of that conversation, I do recall hmm. that there was some whiskey involved. So, you oh, know, yeah. maybe, it, maybe it wasn't a good, uh, maybe it wasn't that great of a conversation in my mind, but, but I, didn't we have a conversation where you were like going, man, I'm ready to get off all of this stuff or hmm. was I wrong about that? <laughs> no, that, no, that did happen. And it's still, those thoughts still do kind of, kind of creep. Cause I think, I think I just, I've, I've never really been a, been a fan of how much social media is a part of the business of, for one being, being a photographer. And of course, you know, maybe it's just, the, it, it, it may, it may very well just be like the that pseudo old soul part of me that's just like this is just one more thing that one more part of technology that i have to figure out you know it was it was a game that i never particularly thought i was i was very good at but at the same time you know a year like this or a, a period of time like this happens where it's like you do have to think i probably do need to get a little bit better i gotta i gotta work out my muscles with this whole area a little bit, a little bit more. So, so what, something changed and I don't know what it was, but at some point along the way, and I don't know if it was, you know, May, June, July, August. And I don't know if it was something with your mindset or, or something with, you got some success. I don't know what it was. Do you recall what it was? Because you do have a different mindset now about, the whole social media presence. I do. And I, my thing with social media now, and, and, and this is applicable to really anything, podcasts, social media, if you have a blog, anything you, it does give you a really good platform to, inspire people and even even if you know you have a modest following that amount of people that are willing to listen to you and hear what your message is and i, I think maybe that was the, the biggest sort of realization it's just like okay even if you know i'm not you know one of you know the high rollers on the instagram world there are people that are looking and reading and listening um and so the, and then i it really kind of became more of like a responsibility it's just like okay i i gotta make sure that i i put good work positivity out there and um and that's what i really started latching on to right around right around this summer 
Yeah, that's given, good. Given, right, so, given, given the good report, as best yeah, I can. that was good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I think part of it was that in you know I think the June timeframe you started moving around some. But before we, I want to get into your travel, and I know you you made a a purchase this year. You've got a different type vehicle that you've added to your fleet or stable or whatever you want to call it. But um, I, I do think that you can give for those folks that are are doing some things on Instagram because I know you're well over 5,000 followers now. It has happened organically. You would not be considered a celebrity or anyone that can just flip a switch and get followers. You've kind of built it and it's, but it's really grown quickly in the last say second half of this year. So tell, and, and, and I'm going to let you give this too, but you also have a lot of people reaching out to you with product and some other projects to work on. So I'm going to let you kind of go through those, but, but uh, tell, tell, give people just some, I guess, some mindset or practical tips on some things they can do with their Instagram accounts, because I know now you're helping us with our seat, go create and doing some things with it. And we're loving the way it's looking and, and, and things. So what can you do? Give, give people a few tips, go and tell them your, your handle where they can find you at your, um, where your account is. We'll include that in the notes, of course, but go and give yours, give a few tips and then go ahead and brag on all the things that are coming your way because of that. <laughs> all right. So, so my handle is um, at JK Winders. Uh, you should, you should know how to spell that, that last name by this point. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, the, the thing that, I kind of started leaning into was just figuring out how to live my life as a story worth telling. And that has really made this, um, this great opportunity to document it in, in special ways to, create my own sense of individualism and um and, th and i think that that's probably the the biggest trait that you can strive for on any kind of platform right now you know pe people they they're, they're looking for familiar but they also are looking for what's next so if you can if you just push into your your own individualism that's what more often than not will take you the farthest and um and like you said i i have been um I, I have been able to um work with several brands this past year um i'm on the uh, the content creation team for a bespoke post which um which hunter actually told me they um they designed the other uh, trophy case for the um the nba final four which very happy to hear how big they're becoming. And I mean, yeah, I mean, and all these, I mean, you're getting bags and, and wine and cold brew. I mean, you can mention all these products cause I will, we'll include them because that's kind of what they want you to do, but uh, all types of stuff. I, right. It, and, and it has, and I, so I, so did not want to become like an influencer type. That's, you know, operates in like that kind of like barter sort of deal. But at the same time, I was just sort of in this mode of developing relationships. And, you know, I was doing it with individuals and people, but I also was very open to start creating some, some friendships and relationships with businesses and brands as well. Um, so I'm incredibly grateful for, for those opportunities that came about this year. Yeah. And, uh, there was a print publication that reached out to you. What, what was that about? That was, um, that was folk magazine, um, which it's, um, I believe it, I believe it's quarterly has, you know, a following, of you know, upwards of, um, six maybe seven hundred thousand on on instagram um 
it's a, it's a national publication and, um, and they actually, they wanted to, uh, run a, an article, um, that covered a section of my last book, which, which I also have to say, um, was just, um, re-released as a second edition on Thanksgiving off the beam path. It's available on Amazon, but, um, Good plug right there, by the way. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, but that was um, that was a, that was a really fun, um, really fun opportunity that came about, and um, just in, in working with that, um, it also opened the door to um, potentially do uh, more work with this publication in the future, um, both in print and um, and on their online blog. So I'm very excited about um some of those possibilities well like like good parents i think we got six copies of it or something mm -hmm. like that we probably have a couple of them behind us here so anyway and it's a great publication they've got a lot of good high quality articles and and it's so interesting to hold something in print that uh you know many of us do not do anymore so mm -hmm. so anyway that's that's cool you know one of the things that i think you and i've talked about is that really because of what you do in the visual field and to make people look good and to make companies and brands look good, you're really with that Instagram to me seems as if you're building just an incredible portfolio. Mm -hmm. And, uh, is that kind of the mindset or, or is it just kind of a sidebar or? No, it's, de it's definitely up there now. Um, because you, if you meet a photographer or this is kind of the case whenever I'm out and about and I tell people I'm a photographer and the first question that comes from people is, oh, what's your Instagram? So that's even, you know, before my website, my Instagram is typically the first place that people kind of see what I'm, what I'm capable of creating. So, yeah, it, so it has yeah. become very important for that to be a good representation of that. Right. Well, we'll make sure down in the notes we include that and make sure we'll have the books and things so that people can find those. But, man, you did something this year that we just have never done in our family. And uh, I think it was May or something. I think we were still in kind of pandemic lockdown in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And you just decided to shake things up a little bit and make your your mother extremely nervous. So tell tell tell, tell I know about it, but I want you to tell the listener what mm -hmm. you did, the thought process, kind of what what it ended up, why you did it, and all that, and and kind of how it's turned out. Yep. So I'm in RVer for the for the first few months that I was that I was um, engaged in this lifestyle. This was my primary mode of transportation but i was not keen on paying upwards of a hundred bucks to fill up the gas tank every single time so i had to figure out some kind of alternative it's you know it's just me traveling around so i didn't want to deal with the pain of towing a car so i had the idea what about a motorcycle and so, lo and behold, May 2020 rolls around and I just decide to lean into that idea and I bought me a Honda Rebel 500. Uh didn't even have my license yet. I had to go I had to go back to South Dakota in June to get my license. And and, and how you, many I, up up to up to that point, how many times had you ever ridden a motorcycle? All of zero times. <laughs> It's brand brand new territory for me. I was terrified, quite honestly. It was one of those. It was one of those things where I kind of felt like I didn't give myself any other option. So I just felt I was like, okay, this is this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna <laughs> see if we can do this. So and, and as 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 a bit of a background too, growing up. 
you were not really that into even bicycles. You no. were more into this little scooter thing that you, you know, like a little razor that you motored around. So it was like, you didn't do a lot of two wheeling no. uh, as far as pedaling or bicycles go. So it was really no, and, a stretch for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, we, we grew up in Georgia, but you know, we weren't the, the dirt bike in through the, through the backwoods kind of, kind of family. <laughs> so yes, my, uh, my first time on a motorcycle with the intention of making it move forward was during my, uh, my motorcycle safety course in South Dakota. And it was one of the most fun time I had ever had in my life. It's, um, and it, and it very well could have been because I was so scared going into it that when you finally get over that mental game and you realize just how much fun it can be, it did create this incredible euphoria in me. And, um, if, if, if I am being completely honest, it's, it very well could be one of my favorite purchases and one of my, one of my favorite decisions that I've, I've ever made in my life. Cause it is provided so much moments of joy over the past almost six months. Did you, um, did you have some nervousness, fear, anxiety, whatever words you want to use? I mean, you might now could not admit that, but leading up to it were you a little bit like mm. <laughs> so much so so much anxiety because um i'm i think the thing that i'm i'm the least proud of during that whole time was that i left so little room for error i bought the motorcycle without means to carry it um on, on my travels i had to i had to figure out a uh uh, a little, a little trailer situation. And, and like I said, I, d I didn't even have my license at that point. And so then it became a matter of like, okay, what if I get up there? What if I don't, what if I don't pass the course? Um, it, there, there was just so many what ifs that were, that were tied to the entire situation. And the ultimate payoff came when um when i finally left colorado where we um we spent uh pretty much the 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 whole season of lockdown from you know january to end of may um and even a little bit into june but the the first place that i um traveled to after that um lifted was uh up towards glacier montana and the going to the sun road was um was just about to open which the going to the sun road it's it's said to be one of the most gorgeous drives one of the most like, stunningly scenic um scenic roads in all of north america and i'd never done it before i was i was excited to experience it but at the same time, it is a very precarious road. You're kind of straddling the edge of a, a thousand foot cliff a, a majority of the way. My Google search history does include motorcycle accidents, going to the sun road, probability. <laughs> so I, I, I held a little bit of um, anxiety for that because even at that point, I'd been you know, riding for less than a month. But I was... I woke up for sunrise the morning that the road opened. I was one of the first people on the road and it was one of the most incredibly inspiring experiences of my life. Was that like the ultimate of like, this is why I did this. This is why I got the motorcycle. This is, like, did the heavens part? Was there any light shining down going to the sun? <laughs> that was, that was, 
the first like the first moment where i was just like this is this just feels right this feels very divine Hmm. have you noticed anything different just because you had that fear anxiety now it appears as if you've overcome it has that done anything different for you internally mentally anything like that it has it it makes me a little bit more open to discussing fears with people because you know even now you know people you know ask me how long that i've been writing i'm just like less than a few months and i was terrified i was terrified of of that of that that bike um you know as recently as the end of may beginning of june (laughs) um so it does it does make it a little bit more easier to discuss not only just that fear but fear in general with people and also to just admit when when fear is present um because I have very much come to the to the realization with most emotions and feelings, they they may be valid, but they're not gospel. Mm. And it builds a lot to overcome it. So anyway, I, I wanted to do I wanted to shift maybe and speed up the pace just a little bit. But what I would love to do is, you know, we were pandemic lockdown in and around Colorado up until June. And in June, your mother and I, we split off and we headed east to do some visit some family and do some things. And then you kind of took off, like you just said, you mentioned one place, but I would love for you to just almost like real quickly go through June up until about now. Mm -hmm. And if anyone really wants to visually see a lot of this, they can go back to your Instagram, but, Mm -hmm. but just kind of run through that quickly so that people can go, wow. Okay. You didn't stay locked down. Did you? I, I did not. Um, but I, you know, it did, it did, you know, force me to be, to develop a little bit of wisdom of, of, how I needed to move around and how I needed to, you know, protect myself, um, and the people around me. But, um, so yeah, so I'll start, I'll start right at the end of May. I, I purchased the bike, um, May 31st, uh, got it, got a fantastic, uh, Memorial Day deal on it <laughs> right there in May. And, um, and then, I think it was the second week of June, I made my way back up to South Dakota to take my motorcycle safety course and to get my license and also to just take care of my um my my duties as a resident of the state. And um but uh but because I didn't have a means of carrying the bike, I left it down in Colorado. So I had to go back down to Colorado to pick that pick that up and then it was july 1st wasn't when i made my way from colorado springs up to um uh columbia falls uh kalispell area of montana i spent the month of july there absolutely fantastic month fantastic part of the country and um and then for august and september I spent uh, those those two months uh, a little south of maybe our I'm speaking for both of us our favorite place in the country Jackson Hole Wyoming and it was fantastic to be able to spend that time there and be able to um, ride the bike around that whole area uh, October I spent uh, in Grand Junction which put me close to the Colorado National Monument, Grand Mesa, uh, the Moab region of Utah, which I love, Black Canyon, and um, and that was just a fantastic place to um, to spend the month. And now I am riding out the rest of the year in 
in southern Utah. And and things have changed tremendously, and we'll be meeting you there soon and it, spending it some is. time around. <laughs> Yeah, spending some time around the holidays. Well, I, I almost wanted you to go through that just as an encouragement. I know there's a lot of people that are listening to this that they may have been literally almost homebound mm-hmm. almost the entire year. And uh, you did go places where there weren't many people. <laughs> you mm-hmm. did it. Yes. You did it kind of uh, in places that they weren't considered hot spots or any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you saw a ton of stuff. And, and it literally did, to me, this is my words, nourish your soul because it as did. we begin speaking, I noticed just your demeanor was changing all along the way. Or was that mm-hmm. the motorcycle? It, it could have been the motorcycle. The motorcycle, I mean, like I said, it just, it, it was just something fun and new in, you know, a season where you just needed some rejuvenation. Yeah, well... Awesome. Well, one of the things as we, I've got a few more things I want to talk about here, but um, I'm going to let you let everyone know about as we finish up our next episode, which is going to be with Glory, your mother. So you're going to actually get to tell people why they need to listen into that episode. But, But I wanted to do kind of a couple of things here. I wanted you to talk about some memories that you have possibly of the holidays growing up. I'm hopeful that they're good ones and uh, you know, the Christmas time and things like that. And then, and then I'll go ahead and let you know, I'm, I'm actually going to ask you as you head into 2021, what are some things you're excited about? What are you seeing? So that's kind of where we're headed as we wrap up here. But, but, you know, growing up in the Winders household with, you know, dad, I was a decorating machine. There's no doubt oh, about yes, that. Yes, you were. Boy. And, uh, and, and your mother was not really into Christmas, right? Mm-mm, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're joking we're, about we're, that. We're, we're allowed to be sarcastic people. <laughs> we are being sarcastic. Go and tell, go ahead and tell them about the, uh, the decor in the houses that you grew up in. This, uh, what I'm about to say, it's, it's probably going to speak, speak volumes to, you know, where I'm at as, as a creative, but you know, for, you know, for someone that, you know, operates in, in visuals the way I do, it makes sense kind of looking back at the way the Winders household was around Christmas time. It, it really was a wonderland. And, um, and mom has always been so gifted in that area of just making every atmosphere that she has creative control over um of making it just warm and inviting and infectious and just profoundly beautiful so and it, and it was it was also also always fantastic because we would be you know decorated you know, in the weeks before Halloween, and would we would stay decorated well into February or March. So it was close to four or five months out of the year that the house would be like that. And it was, I never complained. <laughs> <laughs> that, that may be partially, I think this came up on the discussion with your sister. That may be partially me. Because of all the massive effort that went into putting up the how many Christmas trees? Oh, it was like it was not an effortless task to you know. <laughs> it it costs to be beautiful. <laughs> it does, and so and so I would grumble a little bit. Probably not my finest hour, uh, and so I would say, okay, if we're going to put this stuff up, we're going to do it early, up. and we're going to leave it up. <laughs> we're going to enjoy the heck gonna, out of it. Darn it, kids, it. you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> So, um, all right, yeah, I mean, obviously, yes, she could create just some magical environment. She could really set the tone in a house mm. and anything she touches. That's why we say if you're around her, you've been glorified. But but uh, just uh, one or two, like, memories growing up, some things that are just like thoughts that you've taken with you as you've gone into adulthood. Mm. 
Um, well, I know one of my favorite things that um that I, I really do admire looking back now. Um, I love the way that we did presents growing up. Um, the way that we put the focus on the giver rather than, you know, um, having one person receive all like their gifts at once. The way we did it instead was one person would go through and they would give all their gifts. And being the youngest, I was always, always the first one to go. Um, and it, it did create a beautiful, um, a beautiful atmosphere of, of generosity. And it also just created this excitement for forgiving. Cause we, cause we really did encourage um, creativity in, in our gift giving. Um, so I'm very grateful for, for that. And, and then of course, monkey bread Christmas morning was, was, was always fantastic. The sugar, the, the sugar high and the sugar crash that came after and all. Not so good. Yeah. We're in, we're in the midst of, you may be aware of this. We're doing a cleanse right now. So we haven't had, you know, sugar, all I've heard, types of things. How, so. how, I've heard how you doing without coffee. Yeah, I'm feeling a little weak now, so that's why I might be a little bit punchy, grouchy. So thanks for bringing up the monkey bread. I'm salivating a little bit. I think I might have just dribbled on the microphone. But um, anyway, yeah, that we I, I think we had a lot of fun there. So, all right, 2021, just mm-hmm. around the corner when someone listens to this, they it might already be 2021. But mm-hmm. what are a couple things that you're taking from this year, 2020 into 2021? And what are you excited about? as we begin wrapping up here. Yeah. I definitely have a newfound initiative on how to build and also maintain community. And so in 2021, I'm very much looking forward to building that even more as things change. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, meetups will be, able to happen and accepted um, because I'm, I'm really excited about just those possibilities. And, um, you know, it was, it was one of those things that I'm, I was thinking about yesterday. I'm not entirely sure if, you know, this creative retreat will be able to happen as soon as next year. There's still a lot of things, you know, just making sure that, the economy can bounce back and that, you know, people are at a place where they're okay um, investing the money into an experience like that. There's, there's, there's a lot of things that need to happen for that to come to fruition. But, um, but I'm, you know, I, I still believe that things are, things are going to continue to change. We, we may never experience normal again, but I'm, I'm excited about using creativity to, to, to navigate the future as, as things just continue to um, evolve. Yeah. And change. So um, we mentioned earlier your, uh, where we could find, people could find you on Instagram, but just for the, for the audio, go ahead and give people, you know, your website and the books you have out where they could go find that. Just let them know where they can get all of those things. And then, you know, I've got a final question, which you may have just answered, but I might ask it again, but, uh, but go ahead and tell people just where they can get you website and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so as I said previously, my, my Instagram is at J-K-W-I-N-D-E-R-S. And, uh, and my website is, is exactly the same, um, jkwinders.com. Uh, you can find my portfolio, uh, other uh, social media areas that, um, that I hang out on there. I have my print shop and uh, I also have a list of a couple books that I have published uh, many of which you can also find on Amazon and other online retailers, but uh, but Instagram and my website are the two primary places that um that you can find and and uh, learn more about me. 
Yeah, very good. Definitely check all that out. And uh, our title is Seek, Go, Create. And you just mentioned something earlier, but I'll go ahead and ask again, which one of those words resonates, jumps out at you, excites you? And just so everybody knows, that name has been around for a long time. And JK is the one that kind of said, hey, dad, why don't you why don't you call the podcast, the channel, everything we're doing, Seek, Go, Create? So Seek, Go, Create, which one, which word? Well... I'm going to try and make this not seem like a, a cop out kind of answer, but I think, I think another thing that happened this year was I, I received my own form of clarity of just why God gave you those three words together. Um, I really see how much they work together in tandem. Um, you know, we we experienced times this year where, you know, the, the opportunities that were, you know, right under our noses just were kind of yanked away when everything came to a halt. So we had to seek new opportunities to, you know, either find work or connect with people, whatever struggles we were facing. And then when, you know, we finally found something, we, we had to learn different initiative and that's the go part. You know, many people didn't know how to work from home um, at the beginning of this year. And, um, and you know, that was a big stretch for people. Um, just kind of creating new initiative and taking action in different areas. And then there were just times where you just kind of had to create your own joy and your own beauty and your own happiness because when you when you look at just the air that you know surrounded this year it was anything but you know it it was very doom and gloom and eventually you know i just kind of got to a point where i just decided i was like i'm 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 ready to create um a, a beautiful life. I'm ready to create a beautiful idea of what this year could be. And it was really hard, but it was, it was, it was so worth it. So short answer long. Um, I, I understand the, the importance of, and the, and the context of all three words. Um, so, well, you, I probably you'll, you'll wouldn't forget. let I probably wouldn't let just anybody off the hook with that, but I think I'm going to allow it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Joshua, JK, son, thank you. Thank you for all that you do, all that you do for I mean, there's so many things, the brand, the the look, everything about uh, the way Seek Go Create looks comes from you and I appreciate that. And of course you do the engineering editing on the audio portion and Hunter does the video, which I'm thankful for all of that. But I, I just want to tell you that I appreciate it greatly. Thanks for being part of this. I do want to let everyone know if they do want to connect with us, they can find us, as I mentioned earlier at seatgocreate.com mm -hmm. or they can find us at a, hold on, JK, I've got one more thing that you're going to do. So don't, don't leave the podcast yet, folks. I've got one more thing he's about to do. But, uh, but if you do want to connect with us, we're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of those we are seek, go create, and please connect, please connect with us and let us know how things are going for you. Respond, let us know how you're redefining success. We just want to hear from you, especially during this time of year that we're recording this and that's the holiday time of year. And Next week, folks, do not miss next week because we have glory that I am going to have a conversation with, and that is Joshua, JK's mom. And so, JK, I am going to let you say a couple of things about glory, and then you can wrap this episode. All right. A term that I was introduced to this this past year was the term boss woman spelled b-a-w-s and i feel like if you look that up in the dictionary if it is in the dictionary you would find my mom's face next to it 
My mom has been such an inspiration of someone that can create such a beautiful, harmonious family and also just be an incredible leader in a professional work environment and absolutely nailing both flawlessly. Like all of us, she's experienced a lot of change this year and I know that she has her own perspective on how she's been able to tackle that, but I guarantee it, you do not want to miss next week's episode with my mom, the incredible Glory Winders. Oh, good job. All right, next week, folks, don't miss Seek, Go, Create. We'll see you then.